calling all witchy babes and sexy goddesses. This is the Goddess Conjurer Podcast, and I'm your host, Christina Margaret, Ayurvedic lifestyle and sexual empowerment coach for women just like you. Join me and some badass women guests as we discuss an abundance of juicy topics for today's wild woman. From motherhood to sexuality and everything in between, tune in because shit is about to get real. And trust me, you don't want to miss it. Hello listeners, this is Christina Margaret, host of the Goddess Conjurer podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in today and checking out what I have to say. It is June 18th. We are almost reaching the mark of the summer solstice. Tonight I am broadcasting from my home on beautiful Vancouver Island in my office with two of my dogs sleeping on the floor next to me. One of those dogs does love a good deep sleep, so you may hear her snoring in the background. So here we are, June, Pitta season. Pitta is, of course, the elements of fire and water. Cooling down, of course, get in the water as much as you can, cool off in the water as often as possible. Just let that get all over your skin and all over your body as much as you can. And ingest some cooling foods and drinks. Um, Cucumber water and mint water are amazing. And if you're going to have tea in the morning, let's go with some mint tea. Green tea is great still, even though it has caffeine. Um, But definitely hit the mint, hit the cucumber. Chamomile is also cooling. Things that are going to bring that internal and that energetic temperature down within you. And right now that's what's growing. So your mint is growing very well in your gardens, I'm sure. And that's because this is the time of year to use it. You can always make a watermelon and mint salad with feta cheese is amazing too. I haven't had that one in a couple years, but it is lovely. So just a few little quick tips. Um, Often a lot of people want to cool off with the alcohol beverages this time of year. Um, because a cold beer by the pool and by the river is pretty great. Um, Of course, I'm a sober babe here, so I won't be indulging in that. But Ayurvedically, technically, alcohol is the constitution of fire. So you're just adding more pitta in your system. Even though you feel like you're cooling off with the beer, it's actually doing you more harm than good for many reasons, of course. So stick with the coconut water, stick with the mint, stick with the cucumber. I wanted to talk a little bit today about taking radical responsibility for the roles that we play on this planet. Nothing major, (laughs) just conscious action in playing the main character in your own story, being your own fucking hero. We're living under broken societal systems by so many ways, following the rules and that are being placed on us by government and by mass media. We have no connections to ourselves, our true nature, or own dharma. So dharma is 
known in Hindu yoga philosophy as your life's journey. And so I think of this often as we are so stuck in this perpetual cycle of um, keeping up with the Joneses. That's such an old saying, but it's so relevant all the time because it's always the next best thing. It's never the moment. And we were all born with some great gifts to offer the world, which very little of us are actually using. I actually think some of this has to do with our greatest gifts lying in the things that we may feel ashamed of or that we may judge ourselves for or that we may think are bad and wrong about us. And so in these things, we see this all the time. It is better to just stay small than to deal with our stuff and just coast through. Just make sure we have a job that we can pay the bills and we're not offering the world our truth and who we are. Let's define toxic masculinity. And it's not this idea of men and bad and awful. Let's get some understanding of what toxic masculinity really is because it really is an injustice to men just as much as it is an injustice to women. So the Google term is like often used to describe the negative aspects of exaggerated masculine traits. The term has evolved over time and has a place in both academia and everyday speech. So where does exaggerated masculinity show up? Well, I think we're safe to say it's showing up everywhere. As much as patriarchy has shown us our roles as men and women over the past 5,000 years, the insidiousness of the toxicity is showing itself in what we see in the expectations of what a man in everyday life in their regular lives shows up as. Last night, I was at my older son's baseball game. Very small example here. My nine-year-old son insulting his dad by telling him he is a girl. We've all heard this a million times. We've seen it in our kids. We've seen it in our siblings. We've seen it in ourselves. Like it is the worst and weakest thing you could ever be was to be feminine. I just stared at him blankly, but sternly, but blankly, and he stared back. I said, was that an insult? Yep, he says. Honestly and innocently, because he knows no better than what he has shown every single Even from the most innocent ages, watching beloved classic Disney shows where every princess needs a man to save her. So putting aside this confused idea of the feminine being weak, what messages does this send to our up-and-coming heroes? What must they be to be enough? They have to be strong, brave, 
unemotional, and saviors. Bravery, as a child, bravery was taught to me like this. To be brave, you push down your feelings and you suck it up. All the while, true courage and bravery are all about being vulnerable, honest, and truthful. Not holding on so tight, trying to control every outcome of every situation in your life. Not not feeling and not speaking your truth. Bren Brown says, courage requires uncertainty, risk, and emotional exposure. So where in a society of boys don't cry and women are weak is this happening? Where are we being actually courageous? If a man's value is based on his wealth, his physical strength, and his ego, and a woman's value is placed on her looks, her weight, and how nice she is. Where is the truth in this courage? Being brave requires uncertainty, surrender, allowing whatever to happen to happen, risk, facing disappointment from others of not fitting in their boxes anymore. Emotional exposure. Showing your true feelings. Nowhere is this being modeled to the men in our present or the men of our future. And certainly it hasn't been an option for the men of our past. We are living far beyond our human nature, twisted up in the ideas and ideals of old beliefs based on fear, control, and power. And it has become a way of life. This way of life has destroyed the feminine, both within men and women. It has destroyed our planet. It has destroyed our beliefs, our cultures, our morals. And it has destroyed our ability to trust ourselves. We have lost our true human existence. We have lost it through industry, through big pharma, big alcohol, big tech, big, big, big ego. We don't even trust our abilities to heal our own bodies from illness. No one is teaching us to truly love and care for ourselves. The only way the body was designed to. We turn to every outlet outside of ourselves for the answers that are inside. We seek permission and recognition from everyone and everything but our true 
innate nature. Take responsibility for your lives. Be brave enough to call out the bullshit. Let your children feel pain so they become strong on their own. Not a false idea of strength. Let your boys cry. Show them what strong men and women actually look like. So take a step back and start with you. Start with raw, truthful honesty about yourself, your beliefs, the things that are holding you back. At this point, patriarchy is so old and so beyond us that toxic masculinity isn't anyone's fault anymore. There is no one to blame. But there is many people to take responsibility. Imagine that we were living in a world where we allowed men the equality that we're asking for as women. For them to be equally as emotional as us. I was listening to something that said that there was no feminine and there was no masculine. And I think of these ideals energetically. And I believe there is. But I don't believe that we possess one more than the other within our human existence. We may come into a male or female body if we identify as that. But energetically, we possess both energies. It's ebb and flow. We're human at our core. And we all deserve the humility to express ourselves as human in all that that means and in all that that is. The good, the bad, quote unquote, and the ugly. There is no one superior anything. As a mother to two boys, I want nothing more than for my sons to grow up being okay in their skin and okay in their emotional body and their spiritual body and all of the sheaths and the freedom to express themselves and all that they are not get suppressed so badly that it comes out in this toxic rage and ego-driven masculinity that we see has taken over our society and our world as we know it. It is a continuous fight for power and control in which no one ever wins and the suffering never ends. We were not put here to fight to fight ourselves, to fight each other. As humans, we are gifted the beauty of possessing the five senses. 
all of these senses give us the opportunity to experience pleasure and joy and goodness. We get to experience these things through taste, through touch, through sight and smell, through sound. All of these senses are gifts an opportunity to tune in to the body to tune in to our experiences to express what we are experiencing through these senses not to suppress them not so that when I speak of something I have not dealt with. I feel it as a knot in my stomach or a shortness in my breath or a pain in my aching heart. But instead, through the freedom of knowing that I am okay, just as I am, that I am okay to express the things that are uncomfortable and comfortable and that each and every one of those are okay. We are so taught to attach ourselves only to the positive experiences in which we have and anything negative or anything that is hard that we have to work through, go through, fight for, we are just taught to push it down. Like sadness and grief and anger are all looked upon as negative emotions. Things that are unpleasant don't get a place at the table, but they are just like every other emotion. It's just our ideas around them that create stories that we believe as favorable or less favorable, scary or not scary. And the mind will attach. And then we will be triggered to have an emotional reaction. But we have choice now. We have choice to choose where we head in the world now where we want to put our energy into what is worth fighting for instead of fighting over things. Perhaps we start fighting for something to give each and every one of us a voice of freedom, of equality, of being home as humans on this planet. And we give back to those we have taken from for far too long. Radical responsibility is impossible without vulnerability true courage and bravery.
And every day that you wake up with breath in your lungs and a beating heart, you are given an opportunity to choose what you want to participate in and what type of life and example you want to lead by. Whether that is staying in your old stories and old beliefs based on things that serve no one who truly care about humanity and the state of the planet and the people on it. Or you choose the truth. Of course, the choice is yours, just as it is mine. So I will continue on these emotional roller coasters, we'll call them, of vulnerability and truth and rawness, because this is what it takes. It takes people standing up in uncomfortable places to make real conscious change in the world. We're all invited. Every day we're invited to show up as exactly who we are at our core. Where there is nothing to fix, where there was no one else to be except for you. I have a lot of exciting things coming up in the next couple of months. I am taking the summer to work on them and prepare them and put them into a forward motion. And I am looking forward to it. And I am looking forward to coming to you in the fall with some amazing content and programs and coaching opportunities. Thank you for listening. I hope um, something resonated for you today. And I hope you're all well.